Hey, yo, this intro is cracking, dog. Hey, hey, they really switch it up at the end of season one. I love that stuff. How you hey, doing, bro? Be, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm excited, man. A lot of, a lot of big news that just dropped. Oh, too much, man. I can't wait to talk about it all. Uh, let's start off like we usually do. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And this is Streetball, episode seven, season two. Now, this one is titled The Trade Heard Around the World. Now, I think everybody knows what we're talking about, but first, let's do our plugs. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Light Podcast Network channel. Turn on your notifications, ring that bell. Okay, you ready? We already know what it is, bro. Come on. Like, you know, we was, I was, I was handling business yesterday, running the streets, getting errands done. I wasn't looking at my phone, and all of a sudden, for bam, it pops, bro. Damn. It's a cream city. Isaac, that's his favorite nickname for the city, Cream City. But uh, <laughs> all right, Dame Lillard goes to the Bucks. Uh, the Milwaukee lands him in a three-team trade involving the Portland Trailblazers, of course, but also the Phoenix Suns. Portland lands DeAndre Ayton, Tamani Kamara, and Drew Holiday. Phoenix lands Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Who got the most out of this trade? I mean, obviously Dame is a big piece, but who do you think got better, especially with the other teams? Bro, Giannis is damn near a one man, one man show. Now you put Dame Lillard with him, uh, man. The Bucks are nasty, and I'm a fan now. <laughs> I, I want to watch a lot of a lot of games. Dick Ryder. <laughs> hey, bro. Relax, right? Tell me here. He's mad. He's a, a, a troublemaker. Fan. He's mad that Dame left. Oh, oh my god, that was perfect timing. Hey, but well, Pay's the biggest dick right now, oh, so he can't talk shit. Uh, Pay be writing me too. Yeah, you group groupie in over there, bro. Uh, now Payman's the number one. He loves. He'll do anything for day. Yes, he, yes, he will. Yes, he will. He's just mad that he got traded because he's a long line. But he's a long life Blazers fan. So too bad for you, bro. Never gonna see any winning in your lifetime. But it's all good. Um, but the Blazers are actually solid. I like what they got. Drew Holiday with the with the new guard, new big time pickup they got. I like this edit right here. But, yeah, but yeah, no, no. But you gotta listen too. Like Drew Holiday's already they're already talking about moving Drew Holiday to get more assets. So um, they're trying to get picks at this point, which they did in this trade. We didn't talk about it right here. However, they got picks in this trade as well. A lot of first round picks, all unprotected. They're really stocking up but what are they going to do with it that's the question um but i i really want to talk about phoenix how you know everybody i was looking at phoenix sun's instagram today and all their fans were so happy that they got rid of deandre aiden but i want to say something you know they talk about deandre aiden he wasn't the best at the end but he's a former first overall pick and he's been really valuable in the resurgence of this franchise. Like, I, I know that they don't like him now, but you're trading Yusuf Nurkic for DeAndre and Who's better, really? Come on. I like DeAndre. DeAndre, yeah. I like DeAndre. <laughs> a thousand times over. A thousand why, times what, over. What's the issue? Why, why, don't, why don't the fans like DeAndre? Let's, him and Monty Williams fell out. And honestly, the last season or two, he hasn't been playing defense. I don't know what it is, but he's 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 a really valuable asset if, he's, if he has his head on straight. Way better than Yusuf Nurkic. But I think the dark horse in this trade is none other than somebody who I hate thoroughly. I hate their guts is Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen is a hell of a player. He's just you you hate him. Like he's always the one trying to kick somebody in the balls or 
starting a fight, and then he acts like he doesn't know what's going on. I but if they can get the reins on him in Phoenix, he could be a really valuable guy at the bench. So I think Phoenix got the most out of this trade overall. They really did, especially if you're talking about maximizing your opportunities right now. I think Phoenix is a winner. Do you think the Bucks have a chance to really do something with this new pickup? Do you, think you know, when they their depth is lacking now. They lost one of the best, if not the best, on-ball point guard defender in the in the league. Um, they're struggling right now. But um, it's Dame. If Dame can stay healthy with Giannis, anything can happen, to be honest. Um, but speaking of Drew Holiday, um, the, the really unfortunate part of this trade is that just a day ago, a day, maybe not even more than a day, a day before, he said this about his tenure with the Bucks, and you can read it. But if some somebody can't read it, Isaac, read it for them at home. I'm a Buck for life, and I mean that like deep in my heart. I don't want to play for any other team. Maybe 16 hours later, trade it. That's crazy. He probably was, had he probably had he probably had a little idea he was gonna get traded, but he wasn't too sure, and he just wanted to release us to let the franchise know, like, hey, I'm a Buck. I want to stay. I'm a Buck. For I'm a buck for life. Let me tell you something, man. How would you feel if you went on uh, national TV or social media and said something like this, and then not even a day later, the team that you said this about trades you? How would you feel? Mm, it depends. Like, I for sure would be hurt, but how, how did they communicate with him? How they, I mean, we've seen the Derrick Rose documentary. They just called him out of the blue and said, hey, bro, you're trading. Like, did he have a heads up? Do you, how does it work? I don't, I don't really know. The the funny thing about this trade, too, is is that reportedly, you know, Gian, remember we talked about Giannis the past few weeks, how he was talking about if the team, if he doesn't feel like the team is doing their best to be a winner by the time that his tenure is up with a new contract that he doesn't want to be here. Um, they didn't consult Giannis about trading away Drew Holiday before they traded for Dame. Nobody in the front office. Now, it's Dame. I get it, but like, you, don't think, I, I, you don't think Giannis knew about this trade at all? I don't think they they reportedly they didn't consult him at all, that, wow. which means that he didn't know about it. Uh, you know, Drew Holiday helped him win a championship. So did Chris Middleton. Like, I really feel like if if somebody's threatening of not signing a contract extension, maybe the best player in the world, I would consult with him and see what he thinks about a trade before I made a decision. You know what I mean? There's no way they didn't consult him. I'm so, no, nah, man. I mean, they could have said something in passing, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't say anything. You know what I mean? Like at this, all. This was this was out of nowhere, right? This bugs trade is kind of this was crazy. No, it's nuts. Absolutely nuts. <laughs> uh, it's nuts because the whole time we were tricked. The Trojan horse was the Miami Heat, and we were told that from the beginning of the summer on that the Miami Heat were going to be the team to to land Damian Lillard. And we're like, remember, even us, we were talking about, I think they're just going to wait it out because I don't really see another team that could really go and get Dame that he would want to be on. And we were sorely mistaken with the Milwaukee Bucks waiting in the fold. Uh, we, t we heard about the Toronto Raptors, Chicago Bulls, Oklahoma City Thunder. None of those teams are contending for championships. And now Dame is on a championship team. But there's reports coming out now that um, the Trailblazers – wouldn't give up Dame unless they involved Tyler Hero and Bam or Jimmy in the trade. They wanted Tyler Hero and Bam or, or Jimmy. 
in that trade. How delusional are these guys? Like, what, what's what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's drunk, wrong, bro? bro? Drunk. Drunk. <laughs> bro. Can't drive home. You can't even Nothing. walk home. You, you got to sleep exactly where Tipping you're over, right buddy. now. Tipping over, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, man, no, it's crazy. That was last episode we were talking about Giannis potentially leaving. And yeah. I was like, hey, man, like, he needs to bring somebody to Milwaukee. He earned the rights. He's a king over there. But then again, Dame is also the king of the Trailblazers. So. Ain't hey, nobody want to sign to Milwaukee unless they get traded there. Let's be real. Or drafted there. Let's be real. Nobody wants to go to Cream City, Isaac. To win a ring? No, uh, I'm just saying. Like, but like you can't just be like, hey, yeah, come to Milwaukee. No, 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 no. Like you gotta have something just, just undeniable for them to come. But what's that? How do you think Dane feels though? How do you think they feel about this trade? I think he's excited. He's never played well. He's never played with a, a star like that. I don't, I don't. I would say maybe Lamarcus Aldridge was a star when he came into the league. Maybe I would say that. But um, besides that, nah, Dame's been the guy. CJ McCollum has always been really good, but never been on that level. And in the last few years, he's been. He has Jeremy Grant, who's once again a really good player, but not on that level. Like he hasn't had a uh, number. Like he's probably he's he's considered to be number two in this. Are one A and one B. He's never had a player like Giannis to team right. up with, and I'm really excited to see him do this. Uh, good luck to Dame. Good luck to Giannis. Good luck to the Bucks. But the Lakers are coming. I hope we get Drew Holiday. Seriously. Oh, <laughs> All right? the Lakers get the Lakers are low. Damo, this season's gonna be nuts. Bro, a lot of I good teams. I cannot wait. And what's crazy about it is we're only a month away from the season now. The season starts at the end of Very October, fast. bro. I'm excited. I gotta go to a Laker game this year. Can't We're going pass. to a Laker game. We gotta go. We gotta we gotta sneak in the GoPro and do a uh, behind the scenes BTS, bro. All Let's that. do it. Let's do it. All right. Okay. All right. Let's move on. We got some lesser, you know, lesser important news in the NBA. Um, you know, I, I I listen to talk radio and I and I read articles about the NBA damn near every day, and this was pretty interesting to me, and I'll tell you why. Steve Kerr. Four-time NBA champion head coach, five-time NBA champion player, enters the final year of his deal without an extension looming. Um, I guess both sides have agreed that – are mutually agreed that they're interested, but nobody's bit yet. So um, what do you think this is about? Because anybody like my man Steve Kerr, who's been – who was one of the best, you know, he was he was on the three peak bulls. He was on the San Antonio Spurs, been a part of some great dynasties and built one of his own. Um, when you see a coach like this, usually, and they just won an NBA title a year or two ago, they usually have an extension already in the bag. So what do you think this is about? Why hasn't he gotten his extension yet? Which I think he's more than deserves. Right. Sheesh. Maybe more money. Maybe he wants to be the highest paid coach in a, the NBA, I think he deserves that. But oh. I don't I don't know, bro. I couldn't tell you. I, I don't see him leaving the Warriors. He's been with that group since what 2014? Yeah, and won four titles and made it to the NBA finals two two other times. So six NBA finals appearances. Um and up until last year when the Lakers beat the Warriors in the second round, every year that Steve Curry had been to the playoffs. 
he had made it to the finals at least. Legend. Just a He's legend. A legend. <laughs> He's and, a legend. I, and I really think that there's unrest in in the um in the front office about the things that have happened in the past year, the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole fight. Um, you got Chris Paul coming in, um, second round exit in the playoffs. I really think they want to see if this project is worth going, keeping going, or if they're going to blow it up and start over again. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I like the Warriors. I think they're still good. But the NBA is packed right now. It's not the NBA. Bro, is really they're old good. and creaky. They're old and creaky, dog. Well, they had a, what are you saying? They had a great run? It is what it is. Time to hang it up. Let me tell you something. I never count on Steph Curry, but everybody's at least 33 years old. The man, the man guys, everybody's at least 33. Like, something's got to give, man. Clay already tore his ACL, tore his Achilles. Uh, Chris Paul always seems to get hurt at the wrong time. Draymond is Draymond. Is Chris uh, Paul still with the Warriors, bro? Bro, he he hasn't played a game with him yet, but he's there, yeah. Yeah, it's over with. He got to go. That's why he didn't. He doesn't, probably doesn't want an extension. He said, bro, do not give me an extension. If Chris Paul's here, do not give me one. I'm not dealing with this. Nah, Daniel, six man. Um, the Warriors, Steve Kerr came out and said they have six starters, but Chris Paul will actually be starting in the starting lineup with um, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and probably Kevon Looney. Honestly. Wait, wait, who 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 would be coming off the bench? Or Andrew guard? Wiggins, actually. What guard would, what guard would be coming off the bench? Bro, they're probably gonna push Saloon to the bench, bro. Uh, Start small. Yeah. Or put or bring Andrew Wiggins off the bench because Clay Clay and Steph ain't start and and Draymond ain't, ain't starting on the bench. You know that. Yeah. Hey, they, they got they got some depth though with that shit. They got they got a squad. You're probably right, but hey, Warriors, if you need a 10-day, I got you. I got six fouls out here, right? You feel me? We need, Gabe York. we need Gabe York on that 10-day. We we need we need Gabe York on a real contract. Like he we're 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 above the 10 days now, bro. We've been doing our thing. We need real money now. All right. So pick up my guy Gabe, stop playing. All right. <laughs> all right. That's a plug for my guy Gabe. All right. Isaac. Yeah. I had to talk about this next thing when I saw it. Because I didn't even realize it was a thing until today when I was reading stuff about the NBA. Because we could have talked about Dame's trade for the whole time, but, you know, we like to be versatile in here. Right. Did you know that on October 23rd, it is the fourth annual NBA Jersey Day? I did not know that. So the NBA has this initiative, this holiday, basically, to celebrate everybody, every NBA fan's favorite NBA jersey and this year is the fourth annual date. I guess last year was on December 14th. So they're they're encouraging NBA fans to wear their favorite jerseys and post it on social media and share it with the world. This is great marketing to, to create more organic awareness to the NBA and have people buy more jerseys because people are going to see these jerseys and be like, damn, I want that one or I want this one. So it got me to thinking, in a perfect world, you get to go, I give you a gift card to the NBA store, and they have every jersey, every possible name. Yeah. You get to pick one that you get to wear on NBA Jersey Day. Which one are you picking? You know what jersey I'm picking, bro. I'm picking the Derrick Rose throwback uni with the Bulls. Remember the crazy lights were hot? 
We're the Adidas, we're Adidas dudes. Come on now. This is the jersey. This is the uniform I'm going with. The Derrick Rose number one Bulls jersey. Red. All red. Hey, that's a basic jersey, man. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want the Steve Kerr joint? You want the Steve Kerr joint? The NBA final joint? I'll take that one. Nah, 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 nah. nah. I'm, I'm not taking it. D-Rose. I'm a, that D-Rose Bulls run was unbelievable. I'm not taking the Steve Kerr one. I was joking. I love you, Steve Kerr, but... I'm not wearing your jersey, dog. It's too much. What, what, jersey, uh, <laughs> what, what jersey are you wearing? You know, I'm curious to see what jersey you pick. It's a tie, man. You know I love designs and brands. You know that. Uh, my favorite brand in the NBA, uh, obviously I love the Lakers. My favorite brand is the Toronto Raptors. Like Their branding from day one with the cartoon uh, Raptor, just insane, bro. I love it. And I love the colors. And I love We the North. Uh, just really creative marketing by the Raptors, and this is where it started. So I will get me a Vince Carter classic Raptors purple jersey right here with the with the electric pinstripes. But it's a tie for me because the other jersey that I would wear is T-Max, Orlando Magic jersey, the blue with the stars on it. This one is iconic, and actually they're bringing this one back out this year because it's the Magic's 35th anniversary. And when I saw it the other day, I was like, yo, I remember this joint. Now, they, they got better cuts on the new one, but right. these two, I would rock these to a pool party on July 4th, and I would wear them on NBA Jersey Day. That's my piece. I'm I sticking like to it. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Magic one better. You know why, obviously, because of Compton Magic. That's a- yeah, I would rock the hell out of that jersey. No lie. All day, bro. You know we wear jerseys on Fourth of July. This is what we do. But NBA Jersey Day, October twenty third. Make sure you're wearing a jersey, an NBA basketball jersey, and make sure you wear your favorite one, man. Every you got to show your colors. You know what I mean? And it don't necessarily got to be your favorite team. It could be your favorite player. Right? Oh, oh, this oh, is tough, dude. this is OD with the mic. Okay, I see, you, dog. Yeah, hey, I've never those... seen these. I've never seen these uniforms. This is my first time seeing these. D, you know, you know better. You know just as good as I know. An, a Sacramento Kings jersey can be either either be really, really good or really, really bad. Like there's oh. no in between. You know what I mean? Like this one was tough, but then they got some that are not so tough. So, shout out to the Kings. Shout out to Jay Will. We miss you, dog. We, he, hey, Jay Will's coming down next week, so you better come in. So we yes, so so we can get some uh like the so beans. We can, so we can scheme. Now, we're staying on brand for season two. We've been on the trivia, dog, and because Dame got traded to the Bucks yesterday, I I put five questions together, all about Dame Lillard, and you have to answer them. And I got you one gimme at the end because you're like my brother, bro, and I love you. All right, you Appreciate feel me? You. Appreciate you. I think I'll get these. I know. I know. I know a little bit about Dame. All right. Question one: <laughs> Where did Dame? What college did Dame attend? A. Our boy Jalon Real Right, shout out to him. He played with Jalon Weber State. Hold on, man. I got to put out the options. Uh, okay, hey. throw it out. Throw it out. Throw it. Pepperdine. <laughs> B. Holy names. C. Weber State. Our D. Cal State San Bernardino. <laughs> I wish. Why? Why is that so funny that you put Cal State? I don't know. <laughs> Hey, when I was when I when I was typing it this morning, I was I couldn't stop laughing. No, but, right. no, I wish he went to Cal State San Bernardino. I'm a Cal State San Bernardino alumni. I, I wish Dame came from Cal State. That would be legendary, but no. Nah. 
Weber State, bro. Weber State. You know, AW had to guard. Uh, had to guard Dame. In the, the March Madness. No, like it was like it was like A Wright's first college game ever. Wow. Tough. Real tough. Yeah. All right. yep. There it is. Right on cue with the with the sound effects. All right. Question number two. Where's Damon Lillard from? A. Oakland. B. Sacramento. C. Los Angeles or D. Riverside, California. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Oakland, bro. Oakland. Oh my gosh, Cooper too. Sounds like you're a damn dick writer, bro. My bad. You you never get none of these questions right. You know everything about damn. I can't even bro, finish the, the question. Relax with that word. <laughs> gosh. Hey, hey, bro. We good. We good, man. You just hey, so self self reflection is key. He's you an Adidas. I mean? he's, a, he's one of the faces of Adidas, man. That's of fair. I know about him. Yeah, right. Uh, all right. Um, C. Okay. What 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 number draft pick was Dame picked when he was selected in the NBA draft? Is it A. Fourth, B. Third, C. Eighth, or four or D. Sixth? Come on, D. Six. Oh, he's googling over there. No, I'm not. What happened? I was googling. No, actually, for this one, I had no clue. I would have got this one wrong. I would have said like eight or something like that, but. I was on Instagram and it like just popped up. Number six pick in the NBA draft. I was like, oh, there's the answer. So I, yeah. <laughs> ain't no way. Ain't no way you're not Googling. You're answering these questions too fast. I'm so sorry. Bro. Come on now. We know about Dame. Hey, is Payman, is Payman telling you the answers over there behind? He feel bad uh, that he, he caused knows, you. You know, he knows the rundown on Dame and he's, he, he left though. He's gone. He feel bad that he that you, he called you the D word on on national television. <laughs> and I called you the D word too. That's my bad. Uh, all right, question number four. Damian Lillard is an all time leading scorer in Trailblazers history. Who is number two on that list? Ooh, a, I like this one. Clyde Drexler, B. Bill Walton, C. Brandon Roy, or D. Lamarcus Aldridge. You know what? I'm going with Brandon Roy because I I've seen Brandon Roy live. He's amazing. I'm assuming it's Brandon Roy, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who then? Who? The answer is A. Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler was the all-time leading scorer in Portland Trailblazers history until last season, when Dame broke his record versus the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Bam. Mm. And Dame did in a lot less games. So shout out to Dame. You're just different, bro. Um, okay, last question. And remember, free response questions, you have to answer them in full sentences. You cannot just give me the answer. Okay. Who is your favorite Portland Trailblazer of all time? My favorite Portland Trailblazer of all time is... Yeah, Brandon Roy. I'm surprised you didn't say Jared Bailey. I was, I was, I was thinking about Jared, but like... I think, yeah, Jared... Brandon Roy, bro. I'm going Brandon Roy. Because I when I went to watch Jared play, he didn't really play. And Brandon Roy was cooking. Yo, let me tell y'all something. If B Roy didn't throw out his knee, it would have been real different right now. Oh my God. He was he was I mean he was just like Dane. He looked like just a bucket. Way bigger, um, you know, I think more creative, I would say. Dame is just a Dame is just so methodical, you know. He's gonna you go under, he's gonna pull up. Uh, he got his little side step back, but 
Brandon Roy just did it like, like he he just it was he was so creative with the ball in his hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something different every time. So it was really a shame we got to we didn't get to see him play a full career. But hey, man, we got him for a little bit. Um, my favorite Blazer of all time is probably um, Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> no, actually, I, I really like Lamarcus Aldridge in the Blazers. <laughs> You know, back when back when Lamarcus Aldridge, uh, Nicholas Batum, uh, Wesley Matthews, uh, Brandon Roy were all in the Blazers. That was my team on NBA Live or Two K. I should have said Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. He was ass when I saw him play. He was his handle. No, he had street ball handles. When I saw him out there, he did like a he went between the legs like back and forth. It, it was like. A hummingbird, how fast he was dribbling the pill. I was like, whoa. Just uh, literally all he did was go through the legs like five times, and the whole everybody in the arena was, oh, oh. And Damo, all he was so fast that the whole crowd, all, like everybody in the arena was going crazy off him going through the legs fast. Bah, 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 bah. Did you just call another grown man a hummingbird? No, I'm saying he was moving. You know, the hummingbirds, they move fast. I called him a hummingbird, bro. Come on. I'm just saying, I've never seen that. That was, I've never seen that. Hummingbirds in, in the Cream City, huh? Damn. All right. Damn. Watch your phone, buddy. <laughs> he was, what? <sighs> what are you talking about? <sighs> I, mean, I, mean, I don't know who my favorite Blazer is, though. Honestly, it's probably, man, it might be, uh, shoot. I would say most impactful is Bill Walden, honestly. He won in their only championship back in 76. So that's who I'm going to pick. And he's a hippie. I respect that. You know what I mean? Okay. He loved the trees. He loved the trees. <laughs> he loved, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's he he's a he's a woodsman, that's for sure. Hey, Portland's really nice. Portland is beautiful. I love Portland. Yeah, he is. All right, listen, let's move I, on. Well, you said yeah, he is. I said Portland. Portland. No, bro. Portland is really nice. I love Portland. You said really nice. you said he is. I know a guy named Portland. What you mean? And oh. he's good at basketball. Lord. All right, come on. Come on. <laughs> all right. Hey. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move on to the WNBA. Now, this has been a little controversial. I don't really have a problem with it, but Stewie, Brianna Stewart, wins the WNBA league MVP, uh, smidges out Asia Wilson, who ended up winning the defensive player of the year. Now, Stewie had some really impressive stats this year. However, the, the Las Vegas Aces, um, they had the best record in the, in the WNBA, defending WNBA champions. Now, do you feel like Asia should have had more of a chance to win this? Yeah. Or do you feel yes. Like Asia should have won it, bro. I don't like this. This pisses me off. You know what it was? Because the Aces are getting too much love. They couldn't throw it all to the Aces, man. They can't get the MVP. They got to spread the love, bro. I don't think it's just that. I really think... This is also a head-to-head thing. The Liberty's record wasn't that much worse than the Aces. Like, they were really close. And the Liberty got the best of the Aces this year, uh, uh, specifically Asia Wilson, who didn't do very well in most of those games. She probably had one good game in the series. They ended up playing each other more often than most because they played each other in the Commissioner's Cup Championship, which is a lot like the new NBA um, in-season tournament. So they had an extra game against each other. And the Liberty just dominated the season series. I think that's what this is about. Um, but yeah, and, and, and it's true. Okay, I see what you're saying because the Aces are loaded too. They got 
a lot of other pieces. If their if their records match up, <laughs> obviously Stewie's doing something different. Stewie is different. I'm telling you, like I seen her, I seen her work out before. You remember? Remember when I was at Windward? Yeah. Five used to work her out sometimes. She'd be at the win. She'd be at Windward working out, and her work ethic is just off the chain, bro. She's very technical. Like the the one thing that I see about these scores and they don't got wiggle like that. Like Kawhi doesn't have wiggle. Brianna Stewart doesn't have wiggle. She's tall, you know, and and she's not super athletic. Those people are technical. They do the same things over and over again. They just get really, really, really it's good automatic. at them. You know what I mean? Like the San Diego State coaches, one time I was there, they were telling me that Kawhi did a two dribble pull up from the wing to the elbow for two and a half hours straight. That's automatic. That's what that means. Two and a half hours straight, the same right wing to the right elbow, two dribble pull up, two and a half hours in a row. That's why his jump shot is butter. And Brianna Stewart gets it right every time. She's very technical and methodical. There's no, there's no like mistake as to why she's as good as she is. But I still think Asia should have had a better chance, but I get it. But you know what? You know, we're, we're probably going to see this matchup in the final, so I'm really excited about it. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. But, you know, Asia's beautiful. I think she deserves the MVP, bro. <laughs> Man, in love with that cake, huh? Love with the cake. <laughs> Yo, gosh. Hey, man. Hey, it is what it is. Hey, I, I respect it. Um, speaking of the WNBA playoffs, we're in the semifinals. Now, as you know, we do not have conference playoffs there is only the top eight um the top eight seeds in the league so this is the semifinal round the next round is the finals best of five the liberty actually slipped up they got smacked the first game 78 to 63 um to the connecticut sun who you know historically have been a good team not great i think they've won one WNBA championship but for overall, the Liberty should not be losing to this team on paper. And then they bounced back and got a close win, second game. This is the best of five series. Do you think that the Liberty have any chance? Are, are they in trouble right now? Do you, do you think they have anything to worry about? Yeah, the, for sure you need to worry. It's the it's playoffs. You need to come to play. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, uh, I think I want to see that matchup. I think that Aces Liberty matchup is just destined. So I, I think they'll they'll push through, but don't bullshit because you could take that L. <laughs> you could these, lose that chance. These we might have to pull up to Vegas and go to a uh, Aces game. No lie. I'm with it. I got plug. We can get out there. I'm trying to steal uh, courtside seats so as you can see me. <laughs> you gonna be over there? <laughs> I'm gonna bring a sign and all that. Oh Lord, you're crazy. That's hey, <laughs> sorry, bro. I should be doing this. My bad. I'm I'm overreacting to fool. I'm sorry, y'all. It's been a long day. You know, I'm just happy that we're here, that we made it here. All right. So um, I, I got. I'm joking right now, but I really think it might be a problem too. Connecticut Sun, really good franchise. Uh, been in these situations, and once again, we talked about this last week. The Liberty as a team, as a whole, have not been in places like this before, so it's going to be difficult. Yeah. Vander, um, Brianna Stewart, mainly, they were on different teams last year. Totally different things. Vander Stewart was playing with Candace Parker, and Brianna Stewart was finishing the last season with the Seattle Storm. 
chemistry is really important in the playoffs. It really is. So we'll see if they can come together enough to make this playoff run. But it's very difficult for a first-year team like that. You know who I see the Aces like? You know who I compare them to? Who's that? The Warriors when KD went over. Loaded. Loaded. And then Candace Parker so. came. Loaded. They won a title and then Candace Parker came over. Loaded. I can see that for sure. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I really don't think that the Liberty have what it takes to beat the Aces, given that the Aces are cruising to a 2-0 lead um, against the Dallas Wings. Arike's on the other team. She's like she's like Kobe Jr. over there. And she has no answers for the Aces. They have too much firepower, too way much too much. Um, you, you got Asia. You got Kelsey Plum. You got uh, Chelsea Gray. You got like it just keeps coming, bro. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. I don't think anybody stands a chance at the end of the day, especially if they get this 3-0 sweep and the Liberty struggle to get to the finals and they're rested. It's over. I feel like. I agree. I 100% agree with you. We gonna see, man. We're we're almost to the street ball. I'm really excited, but before that, oh make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life. I, Balls Life. Hold on, let me start over, bro. I'm too excited about this Bendis Beach joint. I, <laughs> bro, it was crazy. That joint was crazy, bro. Uh, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel and turn on your notifications. Ring that bell now. 10K on the line, and let me bro. tell you, these dudes said I'm I'm about whatever for this 10K. Knocking bro. out teeth, <laughs> ripping t-shirts. Dumb. All that. The no match, holes bar. The matchup last time at Linwood was crazy. You remember the energy was nuts. This yes. was that on steroids. I didn't even think that was possible. This was competitive as shit. It, it, and, and we were right about Monster. Monster didn't make it through, bro. <laughs> Monster got in a fight. The fifth play in the damn game. I was like, bro, already? Bro. Let me tell you something. Isaac was actually at the game. I couldn't make it to the game, had some technical difficulties, but I was definitely tuned into the live stream. Did a lot of notes, as you can see on the on the show flow, Isaac. Was watching this from clip to clip. And um, as you know, you were there live. It seemed like the East was really going to take this one from yeah, the jump. It, 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 it looked like it, it. Bro, I'm telling you, they, they got in their heads. The West Coast squad shut down the first game. Started off hot. Shut down. Monstar kind of, you know how it went. Little fight broke out. Everybody was mad, upset. Ty got upset. Frank was even, I've never seen Frank play like that. He was kind of just out of it. His energy was down. Like it, it was, it was a struggle for the West West Coast squad for sure. So I tuned in when it was like, shoot, it was probably like six to four East in the first game. I watched all the way rest through. I, um, Oh yeah, see, Isaac was on security call. There's so many fights. D gave me a badge. It was a VIP badge. <laughs> I put it on. I put it on, and then he's like, "Here, take this one too." He gives me the security badge. I had a VIP and a security badge on my on my bag. Security. <laughs> I was hoping my star like, hey, I was holding on for dear life. I said, "My star, relax, bro, relax." He was. I'm hanging on his leg while he's walking. Just. Oh we can't. God. Hey, come on, Monster. We can't f off this 10k. Cause come on, come on. Oh my God! Look, look at this. Look. I know, I know, I know. 
<laughs> All right, man. Look, look, we we ran out of time. So let, let, let me summarize a little bit. Okay, so as we know, East started off very strong, uh, winning the first game decisively, fifteen to eleven, and the the West, you know, hit them back first part of the game. Then the game two was a seesaw battle, but the East ended up giving up the game to the West due to too many turnovers, bro. That's the one thing that I saw. Uh, from the East. They started off really good, but they were shooting themselves in the foot, turning the ball over, and they weren't boxing out. Tons of offensive rebounds by the West squad to keep them in the game. Um, game three was really the turning point for me. Uh, you know, it was it was tight, but you can tell that the East Coast team just got tired. They were very out of breath. They did not look like they were in shape to play a five-game series, and game four was just you knew it the whole time that the West was winning it. And the West won series three to one, um, 10K reward. Um, what was your takeaway from this matchup? Uh, best of five ended up going four games, West won three to one. Bro, the way I see it, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for the West Coast squad because at first they were down and they stepped up and they just turned it up, man. And uh, where I saw the game change was when body bag uh, dunked on my man Walker. Or not Walker. Uh, the, the, we got two new two new players, sixty and thirty five. I forgot his name, but he got his tooth knocked out. <laughs> Body bag caught a lob on his head. His tooth flew out of his mouth. <laughs> Flies across the court, and he runs down court. And I see his mouth, and he looked like Captain Jack, bro. He was missing a whole <laughs> tooth right here, the big tooth. <laughs> hey, I was over there like, no way. After that, because he was killing the whole game. Once he got his tooth knocked out, it was over with. That's when he shut down. That's a six eight guard who could do everything. He was he was killing man. So I feel like that was that's what changed the game. He was yeah, it was ten thousand dollars worth of dental work, bro. And he didn't even win. <laughs> he didn't even win. So he come out of pocket with that tub. Super tough. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. I, 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 I have kind of the same sentiment. It feels like the East came out and they were hot. But um, I take this back. I was saying this at the beginning. I said this at the beginning of each show when we talked about this. The fact that I thought the East was going to be tougher than the West. They were going to be blue collar. They're going to work harder than us. But in all honesty, we got all the foul calls. We got all the offensive rebounds because – Guys like Body Bag, uh, um, um, Bionic, oh, oh, I uh, Monstar t- were just killing the offensive boards and the defensive boards. It was craziness. Bro, bro, Monstar, this is the best I've ever seen him play. Was not trying to – just he was just like, okay, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to go get every rebound. He would grab boards and just go like this. Because you know how he gets when people reach and they start fouling, Monstar gets mad. He doesn't like people touching him. So he – Bro, he was killing, just getting rebounds. All he was doing, getting rebounds, outlets, coming down, playing defense. He was doing the right things. He wasn't doing too much. Like, Monstar did his shit. He did his shit. Shout out yeah. to Monstar. Shout out to Monstar. He he was a star throughout the whole thing, playing his role. And then you had guys that stepped up in key situations. I think everybody had a moment in that series. Uh, Ty, Body Bag, uh, Bionic. Uh, Frank got better as we went on. Like you said, game one, he was very out of sorts. Game two started out bad, but was just money the rest of the series moving forward. He just outlasted the other team. So with that being said, though, who do you think was the MVP of the West Coast squad on this weekend? 
you know what? I, I kind of want to give it to Monstar because he stepped up and he was a big piece. Like just defensively, his presence was just unbelievable. He like Iguodala in the 2015 yeah, finals. Just bothering shots, getting rebounds, doing what he needed to do. Like it was tough for the East Coast squad to score. But Frank just came down offensively and did, did what Frank does. Man, I don't know, man. It's tough. I want to give it to Frank. I want to give it to Monster. I don't know. Can I do a couple of MVP? Because I think nah. those two deserve it. See, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take your standard. You're either going 2015, going 2015 finals like Andre Gudala, you know what I mean? Uh, wasn't the best player on the team, but performed the best in the biggest moment. So, Monstar is probably my MVP too, or Body Bag. Body Bag was big time on the offensive glass, and both of them controlled defensively. Um, block shots, uh, tip dunks, you name it. They were really enforcers, and I was really surprised how the West punched the East in the mouth while the, while the East was shooting long threes the entire time. It just didn't work out. So shout-out to the West Coast squad. 10K of the line, you guys came through and represented the West Coast. Shout-out to y'all. All right? Now, we almost out of time, Isaac. Now we got our favorite We got our favorite segment of the week, Streetball Clip of the Week. Who's going first? Let's go with yours first. All right, man. Y'all know Kenya got the uh, long-distance runners and all that stuff, but did you know they got hoopers that can jump out the gym just like my man right here on his Balls Life clip? Three-on-three tournament. Come and get it. This is a oh. Open lane, Odiambo, and he will dunk it Ooh. over top of his he head. He did what? With a polo stick. That's a Vince Carter dunk. Did he just dunk over him? And people in the comments was like, what was Buddy doing? Like, he, he didn't take a charge. He didn't, he didn't, try, to, he didn't oh, try to contest it. He just he just took the – bro, he took the almonds to the head, bro. Oh, the almonds to the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. No, that's a, that's a yeah, sick man. dunk. That's a sick dunk, Domo, but let's move on to my dunk, man. I got to show you what Body Bag did at Venice Beach – let me see it. This was the craziest dunk I ever seen. <laughs> Walker. Okay. So Walker shoots, shoots the ball, hits the jumper, hits body bag, he taunts him, and body bag comes down. Oh my gosh. He <laughs> catches a lob on Walker's head. On his toe. His toe flew out of his mouth. Meanwhile, Frank is zipping him up again. <laughs> Hey, bro, this street ball dude is funny as hell. No, bro. it was some real beef, Domo. It must have been personal because the way they were playing each other and going at it, it was like – it was more than just a, a game, bro. I don't know. Somebody – I don't know. Somebody bro, from was – We know the possibilities, was, man. You ain't somebody was in the DMs. Somebody was in shorty DMs or something like that. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't got to say it on live television, on live YouTube, bro. We all know the possibilities of that. All right. All right. Hey. Man, I'm really excited for this weekend. We got EBC High School camp in um, whatever regionals in the Bay Area. Okay, you know, feeding into the Balls Life All American High School camp next year in the summer, which will be announcing dates soon. So I'm really excited. Isaac, what are you on this weekend? This weekend I'll be at a couple of events. We got the league Sunday. That's gonna be good. I'm gonna be getting some content. I wish I could go, man. Where are you going? Oh, you're gonna be at a different event, bro. I'm gonna be in Oakland now. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oakland in the house. Hey, like D Lil. Yeah. Like D Lil, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll be yeah. getting some clips of some players, man. I want to see what high school players are out there just killing. Who's been working on their craft, man? So, All right, make make sure you guys pull up. 
EBC High School Regional Camp, Oakland, California, at OGP Oakland, and then League presented by Compton Magic at Westminster High School, presented by Westminster Boys Basketball. All right. Well, that's all the time we got. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And it's a street ball. We out. Gentlemen,